You're listening to the Bitcoin.com podcast. Our guest today is Ian Rogers, Chief Experience Officer at Ledger. This show is provided for informational purposes only. It is not offered or intended to be used as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. This episode is brought to you by Ledger, the secure gateway to all crypto services. With Ledger, you have access to buying, swapping, staking, or even lending crypto from one single app. Plus, everything is secured. What you need is a Ledger hardware wallet, which combined with a Ledger app allows you to secure and truly own your crypto. All of this while giving you the freedom to easily manage your assets. There's no need to use different platforms to manage and secure your crypto. You have one place for all your crypto needs. Go to ledger.com. That's L-E-D-G-E-R.com and take full control over your crypto. I'm your host, Dustin Planthold. Join us as we dive into the world of economics, politics, tech, Bitcoin, and cryptocurrency. For even more crypto-related news, sign up at news.bitcoin.com or follow us on Twitter at Bitcoin.com. Now let's bring on our guest. Ian Rogers, welcome to the Bitcoin.com podcast. Hey, Dustin. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. Now, this ecosystem that people know as Bitcoin or, or cryptocurrency or, or altcoins, there is a name that has become the number one most talked about really in the space. It's called Ledger, and you happen to work for this company. So tell us, who is Ledger? And talk about your role. Sure. Ledger is a company that has been around for <laughs> A very long time, a number of years, and a very long time in, in crypto years, more than five years. Um, and the, the job of Ledger is to protect assets and to let people use those assets in the way that they want to use them and to really give them security and ownership over their assets and to let them take those assets with them wherever they would like to into the, into the community. So Ledger sells uh, the Ledger Nano hardware wallet. So you, you buy a Ledger Nano and, and then you can, um, using the Nano, buy and, and sell and exchange your crypto right there with, uh, with, with, from, from the device and from, from Ledger Live and with you know, the ultimate in, in security. Because you know, I think that, that you, know, you could store um, your crypto with an exchange, um, which you know, has, has you know, many of the exchanges do a great job of of, of protecting crypto, not touch wood. Um, you could store them with a software wallet, um, which you know is subject to malware attacks and and those sorts of things. But the safest way to both own your own um, keys and coins and your own crypto and uh, and and to interact, you know, safely with the entire crypto environment is on a Ledger Nano and with Ledger Live. So talk about that. You kind of said that this responsibility, I think of it as like a fiduciary. Uh, I, I believe so. I think that, you know, people, people want to have, they want, people like to have ownership. People like to have sovereignty. Um, and when you have value, you need to secure that value from people who want, from people who want to come and get it. So I think that, you know, really the, the ledger, um, product is secure by design, right? The, the design of the, of the product is to, Keep your private keys private and off the internet, um, but also in your control. Um, so I think that you know, really at, at, at Ledger, you know, the the number one thing is to um, is to be secure by design, um, and then to put the power in, into the hands of of the customer. 
and talk about the customer. I mean, communication. You know, I, I know that there's this group around the world that when they're on YouTube or, or crypto Twitter or some other, that they're seeing a lot of these scams pop up and they somehow are convinced that, well, Ledger could stop this, that why can't Ledger find the solution? I mean, this must make it very challenging from a communication side that all communication is now questioned that might come out of your camp or come from your team. Yeah, I think that you know you you start a company and the company is small and you and you want to become um, big and noticed, um, you know, and and you know if if what we were doing was you know making a music app, which the kind of thing I did earlier in my career, then you know the stakes are pretty low, right? But we're talking about you know value, and you know of course people want to come for that value, and just like any financial institution. Um, you know, I mean, there are there are phishing scams every day for any company which has any importance and any value. You know, you get phishing scams from Apple, from your bank, from you know, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, so it, it, the the moment that you become you know big and of value, then you become a target for for people who are who are running scams. And we know that you know that that you know one of the some of the easiest scams to run on people are the psychological ones. Right. Well, um, you know, they, you know, hackers know that 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 they're not going to have success um, hacking the product itself. So they try to hack the product owners. And that must be in itself a day to day battle. I mean, your systems must be under constant, constant threats, being constantly attacked by some of the smartest people, entities in the world. Yeah, I mean, we we definitely we we you know we have an incredible you know chief information security officer, um, and that's you know all he worries about all day every day him him and 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 his entire team, um, and you know also though it's it's um you know it's it's the the systems of. I mean, kind of everyone. It's the systems of our partners, the people who you know send emails for us, the the the, the people who you know run the you know any kind of service that 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 we connect to. I, I think that you know that's the main thing that 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 we try to do is to minimize um, the attack surfaces. Um, you know, and but I think that consumers need to understand that these you know last year was the you know the worst year for cybercrime. This year will be the worst year for cybercrime. Next year will be the worst year for cybercrime, and that's the world we live in. That, that's you know we're going to be able to make that statement, unfortunately, every year for the foreseeable future. And so you know we all need to to protect ourselves um, you know in in that environment. Well said. So talk about your role. What is your role, role specifically within Ledger? So. Uh, I joined in January as the chief experience officer, um, which means I looked after look after the consumer side of the business. You know, when when you're when you're buying um, a ledger, you're you're not just buying a piece of hardware; you're buying an experience that allows you to interact with uh, with the world of crypto. Um, just like when you buy an iPhone, sure, you're buying a piece of hardware, but you're actually buying you know a, a complete experience um, that, that Apple is giving to you. They have, you know, they have hardware, firmware, software, um, services, transactions. Ledger has hardware, firmware, software, services, transactions. So when you buy a Ledger, you're buying um, a secure entry point into the entire world of crypto. You know, so talk about tackling. I mean, you're, you're coming onto a new role and you are ultimately inheriting the best of the company and maybe the worst of the company as well. How do you tackle that? And how do you make the decision of what needs to be your focus? Because you only have so much time each day. And yet, while a crypto hour is like, what, a week in traditional world, like, talk about that. 
Sure. I mean, I think, you know, look, from our, our perspective, it's, it's, it's only about, about, you know, going forward, learning, learning from the past and, and going forward into the future. So, you know, we have, you know, we have an incredible um, roadmap around our hardware, an incredible roadmap around Ledger Live, um, and then, you know, a, a, a ton of, of, you know, plans and, and, you know, things that we work on every day around the retail side of our business as well and the, and, and the way that we sell. So, you know, from, from our perspective, it's, it's really about, you know, giving people this place to securely hold their assets. And that's the starting point. And then, you know, connecting that to more and more services in the ecosystem, because, you know, when we, when we add a service to, to Ledger Live, it's not just another place to do that thing. It immediately becomes, you know, the best place to do that thing because it's the most secure place. You know, whenever, you know, you're if you're if you're interacting with the world of DeFi or the world of NFTs, you know, it can be, you know, a nail-biting experience to kind of, you know, move your value off of your ledger device and 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 into that world and and, um, you know, and and you know that you're you're taking risks at the places where the where the endpoints. Um, are secured, and so if you can do that from the security of, uh, you know, of, of of your Nano and Ledger Live, then it's a, uh, you know, it's 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 just a it's just a better place to do it from. So we want to offer more and more for people um, every day in that way. In this digital landscape we now live in, you know, this world is a world of different cultures. That what might be right for one culture is not necessarily right or a good fit for another. As the chief experience officer. How do you build out your roadmap to be able to touch the different cultures? Well, I think that, you know, what, what we're doing is, is providing a really a platform layer for people to build upon, you know? So what we do is, I mean, very horizontal in that, in that way of, um, you know, thinking about a horizontal versus a vertical, right? So Google would be a horizontal, whereas, you know, a, a, um, a you know, a, a single magazine would be, would be a vertical or a single brand would be a vertical, but in that way, you know, Ledger is a is is a horizontal. We we provide a platform that secures digital assets and provides connectivity to um, you know to the the world of digital assets. So in that way, also we're quite broad. To your point about cultures, and you know, we're not just we're not only about you know speculating on cryptocurrency. We also intersect with the world of um, of NFTs, with the with the world of DeFi, with the world of um, of, 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 uh, decentralized identity, you know? So the really, I think what, what we want to be is, is a, you know, a, a platform provider and a service provider to the entire ecosystem of digital assets. So it sounds like that roadmap is very robust and lots of moving pieces. So talking about your own story, I mean, to get here, to be prepared for this new chapter in your life, I mean, who mentored you? Who did you look up to? Who do you admire? Who might have a similar role? And then I got to ask you, that Steve Jobs, how did he build an ecosystem? How did he see it like the way he saw it? And is that something that you admire when you're building this ecosystem and not just something about you? Sure. I mean, look, my, my career has been a series of, of mentors, really, from, you know, I was, I was lucky in, in, you know, in college and, and had great, great folks who really put me on a path. Um, you know, I, in, in college, I built what is, as far as I know, the first search and stream system, pre-web, early 90s, you know, version of Spotify at the academic level. But that wasn't my vision. That was the vision of a, of a brilliant um, professor named Dr. David Fenske. And that put me on a path that was kind of Groundhog Day for me for the rest of my career with the team at Winamp, um, which Nullsoft made Winamp and Shoutcast, um, with, uh, with, with Dave Goldberg at, at, at Yahoo Music, um, with... Um, 
with Peter Gocher at Topspin, with Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre at Beats, um, with with Luke Wood and others at at, at Apple, at EQ at Apple. Um, and I really I, I got I got my start. I got rescued out of Indiana by a music manager named John Silva and a band called the Beastie Boys. And you know I was with John this past weekend. After wow. I mean. I met John for the first time in 1994, and the question was, hey, Ian, there's this new technology. Um, how could I use it to help my bands? And I was with John this past Saturday in Los Angeles, and the question was, hey, Ian, there's this new technology. How could I use it to help my bands? Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm really proud. You know, it means a lot to me that I've that I've maintained those relationships over over the course of my career. Um, as for Steve Jobs, you know, I, I never I never had the opportunity to to meet Steve Jobs. I did have the next logo tattooed on my leg, circa 1991. So I'm definitely a fan of the Steve Jobs ecosystem, and I feel like I bet on the right horse um, in in terms of technology in those in those early days. And um, you know, I, I was I was in the same room with Steve Jobs once when I was at Yahoo, and 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 Steve definitely knew that, um, you know, that I was, uh, you know, the, he, he knew that the guy running Yahoo Music had a next tattoo. Let's put it, put it that way. Um, you know, I, I, Walt, Walt Mossberg told me that they'd had that conversation. So <laughs> That's I was pretty I was, cool. I was both embarrassed and, and proud. I don't know exactly. But I, I mean, I'm definitely, I think that, I think there's, there are very direct lessons to learn from Apple. I think, you know, if you've ever read The Innovator's um, Dilemma or The Innovator's Solution by Clayton Christensen, which which I think are the some you know seminal books on innovation, he talks about the fact that you know when when the technology is not yet good enough, the in, the integrated solution always wins. And I think that that you know what if you look at what Jobs did coming from kind of two percent market share with Mac, you know, back circa two thousand, and then coming in, you know, with a, a very mainstream consumer device, the iPod. And using that as a springboard to show that Apple was an integrated experience and not simply a piece of consumer electronics. You know, the way that he followed Louis Vuitton into shopping mall after shopping mall and, you know, to build kind of the luxury experience, um, you know, for, uh, you know, for, for, for buying a computer. But it wasn't buying a computer. It was buying an experience. I think there's a lot to learn from that. Um, and that's, you know, I think that. You know, Pascal and I at Ledger, we, we, you know, we take a lot from that. I think that, you know, ideally, well, it's certainly that in crypto, the technology is not yet good enough to borrow the Clayton Christensen term, which means that the integrated solution wins. Um, and, you know, our goal at Ledger is to build that integrated solution, again, where you have um, hardware, firmware, software, um, services and transactions, you know, all put together into an experience that, that gives the consumer what 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 they want and need. So I, I think there is definitely a lot to learn from uh, from from the Apple playbook. That's a great way of putting it. So now looking at those around the world that really want the role of a chief experience officer, which by the way, heavy as the head that wears that crown, talk to them, give them some advice because that is anybody that is looking to build a business that you got to start with the experience. What was it like for the customer? What was it like for the prospect? That what do they leave behind when you're not there anymore? What's their first thought that comes to mind? So give advice to entrepreneurs out there, me included. What, what would you advise? Well, I, I would say, you know, really just respect the customer. You know, I, I, um, I started my career as an engineer. I studied computer science and, and my first 10 years of my career, I was coding. And then, you know, the second 10 plus years of my career, I was managing engineers. But what I realized being in the music business is that the music business was ignoring their customers. You know, the customers were telling them very clearly, 
uh, we want our music digitally. And, you know, the music business said, we don't care what you want. We want to sell you a compact disc. And I watched the music business go, you know, they cut their, they cut the value of their entire industry in half by ignoring what the customers want. So you ignore what your customers want at your own peril. Um, so I think, you know, the number one thing to do is just put yourself in the, in the, in the seat of the customer, look at it from the, from the customer's vantage point. However you do that, you can do that as yourself. You can do that with kind of always on consumer, you know, user testing, consumer testing, and just really put yourself um, in, in the customer's shoes and, and, and try to understand who they are, what do they want? You know, I think there's a, there's, there's always a, a risk at, at, you know, thinking, you know, you know, thinking, you know, too much. Right. And, you know, the opposite is usually true. You know, when you, you don't know what you don't know. Um, so the more you can, um, you know, the more, the, the more you can just listen and be empathetic, uh, the more successful you can be. Thank you again for sharing your story. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. We know you enjoyed the show, but please don't forget. This show is only provided for informational purposes only. It is not offered or intended to be used as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. You've listened to another episode of the Bitcoin.com podcast. Subscribe at news.bitcoin.com, where your journey begins.